Hello, and welcome to Alphabets. Alphabets is an outlet for our inquisitive minds. We can't stop experimenting with technology, and we want to share what we're playing with with you. We're your hosts, Brian and David. Hi, I'm David. I'm the founder of the Rock Code Academy and Continuous Technology Magpie, always looking to learn and expand my knowledge in wonderful ways. And I am Brian. I work at Amazon as a developer advocate, and I love all shiny new technologies. And one of my strengths is being able to find really cool new tools to use, finding all the alpha bits out there and testing them so you can see what's new on the horizon. So let's kick this off with Mr. Alphabets himself. What are you showing us today? How crazy is it? Today I'm showing off a GitHub action called Pull from a developer named Wei, W-E-I. And it's a really slick app because you uh, often have a fork of a repository that, that you're doing something with because you need to make a minor change or whatever. Um, but it's kind of hard and tedious to keep those up, up to date with upstream. So Pull lets you use a, a GitHub action to automate those um, upstream merges. So it will um, create a new pull request in your fork for every change that happens upstream. And you can set those to either automatically merge or uh, you know, lots of different options if you want to manually review them. But it's a great way to keep up to date with uh, the upstream changes in a fork. So I'm really excited about it because I just I discovered it last night. I set it up on one of my repos and it's exactly what you need to avoid all of that manual work when you've got a fork with just light modifications and you know you, you don't want to spend all that time pulling in upstream changes okay i'll be slightly controversial right off the bat like why would you keep your fork up to date well it's possible so in my case i've got a floor a fork of bluefin which is the linux distribution i use on my um, desktop and uh, the the linux distro has a few settings that are perfect for general audiences, but my specific hardware needs something different. So I want all of the changes that go into Bluefin, but I need to add my own kernel driver. So th that's a good reason. Okay, I get it. So I was thinking of the traditional open source model where I fork a project, I create a branch, submit a PR, and then I don't go back until I want to add a new feature or fix a bug later. In which case I usually just pull main, create a branch, and then open a pull request. Like, I don't care about keeping up to date. However, this use case is slightly different is because actually you want to be continually pulling in the changes as they evolve the project and applying your own layer on top. So now that makes that makes a lot more sense to me. Awesome. And this is all automated, you said, through GitHub Actions? Yeah, it's all a GitHub Action. Uh, the instructions are really simple. You, you start with your fork. So go into your fork repository. You add the uh, pull action to it. And then there's a few manual steps. You need to create a, a YAML file under the github.github .github directory and approve um, the ability for GitHub Actions to make pull requests on your behalf. Nice. I like the sense of that. Pretty cool. Yeah, it's really really cool. You can you can go from full automation to mostly manual, uh, your choice. And so it gives you the option of um, overriding your your changes or just creating a pull request. Right now, I've got it in relatively manual mode. So any changes upstream will create a new pull request in my fork that I can approve. Cool. Well, looking forward to checking that one out. What have you got for us today? Well, you inspired me last week. 
with your demo of the Aqua project. And I want to show the same functionality, but a slightly different tool. Um, you know, I think it's fair to say that every developer, you know, you come to a project, you need to get the same tooling as everyone else on the team. If it's open source, that could change a lot. You just always want to make sure you have a consistent development environment. And Aqua Project is really cool. We've already discussed how, you know, Next exists, but there's barriers to entry there because you have to learn the entire Next ecosystem. Um, but there is an alternative to Aqua called T. So I am going to demo and talk about T. Now, the TLDR and the most important things to know is it's from the original creator of Homebrew. We wanted to revisit, you know, some of the assumptions that were made, the learnings from Homebrew and do this differently, um, which is why the T and, and Homebrew names are kind of not similar, but related, you know, they've got, a, they've got a theme. And I was put off by it at first for the same reason I think you were put off this by first is that when you go to the homepage, it talks about Web3, crypto and blockchain, which... Yeah. I am not on board with that. Well, <laughs> <laughs> However, the technology itself does not use blockchain at all. There is a white paper where the creator, sorry, I don't remember the creator's name, but they're trying to solve funding for open source projects using blockchain um, to handle contributions and work out payments and all that other stuff. So that's this tangential thing over here. But if you just want to have development environments or use some of the tea magic in your local machine, then you can do that and no blockchains were ever created, hired, spawned, anything. Um, and I like that approach. No GPUs were harmed. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and the reason I'm going to show you this, I'm, I'm, I'm going to focus on a few specific features, which they call the tea magic, which I think really elevates what it offers um, in a very intuitive way. So I hope you enjoy. I'm very excited to see the magic part. I've, I've touched T before, but uh, I didn't go all the way in on the, the magic bits. Yeah, well, uh, once you hook it up to your shell, um, you actually never really need to install anything. In fact, they actively discourage you from installing things on your machine, um, and they focus more on like this transient ambient model, where it's like, just run the command, and we'll work out how to get it in your, your shell for you. So, yeah, it's going to be cool. All right. I mean, I like it. All right. Well, I think we've done enough of the talky-talky, so let's move on to the demos. If you want to see the demo, then head over to alphabets.tv to see the video now. Until next week, have a great day.